Get your feelings out, get your feelings out, get your feelings out for the lads, for the lads. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Playlist Game with James, Henry and Lewis. Every episode we bring together our 10 song playlist with a shared theme each time. Today we have our very first special guest on this podcast. It is Lewis's girlfriend. Not that she should be known as that, but she's a long-time friend of the podcast. It's Lama. Hello. So, hi Lama. How you doing? I'm exhilarated. Oh yeah. I have I listened to the first episode of the podcast which is unreleased. So, I'm very excited to finally, you know, contribute something. Apart from yeah, share, I mean, share random Instagram Someone stories. needs to. Yeah, exactly. So, how are you guys? How are, you, how are the rest of you? Yeah, you well, I'm lot? good. All good? I'm not I'm good. good. Mm. Are you not? No. It's, uh, it's those pustules, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yesterday I went swimming in the river, uh, in the river Y, and the the powers that be said, no, no, you're not allowed to enjoy this lovely weather and this heat wave, so a bunch of midges... Have literally eaten me to death. Um, is it midges? It looks more serious than midges. I, it, I don't know what it is. It could be little fish, mm. but whatever it is, oh, I mean, I've just come up in just the worst. They just bite literally all over my body, and I'm have dying. Have you confirmed? Have you confirmed that they haven't laid their eggs inside of you? I, I, I'm not. I'm not ruling nice. anything out. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at them, they are, they're pretty horrific. Let's move on quickly. Lewis, what about your evening? I'm good. I, I just arrived in Essex, near Cambridge, where Alma lives. Don't call it Essex. Sorry, near Cambridge, <laughs> where Alma lives. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Is um, that it, a Camden Hells, I see? It's a Camden Hells. And is that all you drink these days? It is that and uh, Camden Pale. Ah, yeah, well, you've got to have a bit of variety. Exactly. So anyway... Today we have obviously our special guest who has proposed the title Big Feelings, which is slightly different to what we normally have, I think. So, Lama, can you tell us why you chose this playlist, what you think about it? Uh, just, yeah, tell us about it and we'll go straight into your first song. Um, I would love to. So, having listened to the podcast as often as I do, I realise that you guys don't really speak about your feelings a lot. Like, you know, you speak about the technicalities behind the song, but I want to hear about what, what the song makes you feel and what it reminds you of and the memories attached to a song and just break down those toxic masculinity, masculinity barriers. <laughs> masculinity. That's very wholesome. I hope, I hope we can all open up to each other. Tonight. I am not yes. ruling out, because of how bad I feel in body, I, I anticipate that I'll feel worse in soul having shown you quite a few of my music choices, so I wouldn't rule out tears, I think, tonight. Oh, yeah. wow. I mean, wow. hey, that's... Yeah, it's it's okay a safe space, it, man. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to judge you here. Yeah. So, okay, well, take us straight into your first song, Lama. Why not? Um, so this is Even If It's A Lie by Matt Maltese, and it was released in 2015. And um, basically, it's a quite a sad song, about the breakdown of a relationship or like about this guy who is trying to I don't know he just wants to hear like the words I love you again as he's trying to hold on to it but it's not really working for him I know that you can feel me tell me that you don't love me Sounds a lot like technicalities to me, Lama. Mm. How did it make you feel? Yeah, how did it make you feel, Lama? 
I think I was getting on to that. Um, okay. <laughs> well, if you must. Um, I, I have a big reputation in my friendship group for holding on to a relationship for too long. Like I have with Lewis. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad you got in there with the bird because I was like, is that inappropriate? <laughs> I knew it was coming. I you got to set, you gotta set the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it just, I always listen to this when I'm going through a breakup, which seems to be too often. And it just makes me cry a lot. And I just think he has such a beautiful voice. It's very raw. Yeah. And um, yeah. I don't know what you guys think. I like it. He's got a lovely voice, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very beautiful song. It just about straddles on the side where it's uh, genuinely sad, rather than something that's been like being put together. Where we like, okay, we got, we got to make a sad song here. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it does. It does I, feel like he actually is. What I like sad. about it is that he released it as a demo when he just recorded it and he would put it on SoundCloud, and he was never expecting to release it properly. Yeah, it's nice. Then, it was very personal. Yeah, it just got so many streams on SoundCloud, I think, and it ended up being one of his first songs. This next song is All Too Well by Taylor Swift from 2011, her Red album. A little dabble in is communism it... that, that period. A <laughs> Red album. <laughs> so, this is arguably Taylor Swift's best song, and a lot of her fans actually also agree with this even though red isn't that good of an album it's overall. a great album <laughs> yeah it just makes me feel a lot if i ever have it on in the car and i miss the beginning i will rewind it just so i can sing along i can attest to that like we were driving in scotland recently and we were talking over the beginning of this song and she made me stop and rewind to the beginning so she could listen to it again. Just because um, this is my second breakup song but I think it's my last one, don't worry. Um, so it just encapsulates so many sad feelings about how like you're remembering this poor person and you remember these objects associated with them and it just makes me want to cry every time I listen to it. <laughs> it's 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 sad, but also uh, like uplifting, isn't it? It's not something that you can just yeah. like that you can uh, that you might sort of fall off a cliff to. Like you will. Uh, yeah. You yeah. you can you can help if as you break a... up with someone. You don't you don't spiral into a hole. No, no, it, it is uh, make you wallow over it. At least it has a glimmer of hope in there. Yeah. Which is why I put it second because the Matt Maltese song is very. You know, down. It's a very sad breakup song, but this is this has got a bit more hope to it, and that's. Uh, I put my playlist together with the intention of like lifting the mood as you go through it. So there's a lot of my different feelings in it, basically. So this is a love song, and I'd never listened to this song before making this playlist, which wasn't my intention. <laughs> but then I listened to it and I just really loved it. And I love the thought behind it because I'm sure there's been songs about it. But, but there's nothing like doing nothing with you. 
So basically, it's just about how this guy's favourite thing to do in his relationship is nothing. Like, just sitting around and just doing fuck all. I just never heard a song which so well, but in so little words, really made me feel like I was in love. I I, I really appreciate the sentiment of this song. I think it's very nice. And it's nice that the lethargy of the music meets the lethargy mm. that he's talking about in the lyrics lethargy is a great word you sound like you sound like wikipedia song, ana- <laughs> song analysis this next song is uno by rex orange country county oh i wrote it country on my notes sorry <laughs> rex orange county so it's got quite an upbeat feel but it's mm. got quite intense words so he talks quite a lot about his depression and about how he doesn't want to leave the house basically and how he feels this pressure to be happy. Cause there's a lot of people trying to tell me how to deal with myself. But I'm not gonna listen if you mention my health. I don't care, don't tell me And I can just relate quite a lot. And when I heard it, I just thought it just reminded me about a lot of feelings that I've had where I don't want to leave and I just want to stay in bed and it's a really sad feeling yeah I'm almost slightly surprised that it's taken this long for Rex Orange Candy to actually make an appearance on this podcast because yeah. he, he yeah. is someone that I think all three of us could probably get behind and he straddles a lot mm. of genres that I think we're we're interested in and we enjoy mm. um so uh yeah, I, I, he's cer- certainly very inoffensive to me, and I imagine that's certainly the case for Lewis and James as well. So this is Florence by Loyal Karna. It's from the album From Yesterday's Gone, which is 2017. And Loyal Karna is my favourite artist. I love him with every bit of my body. <laughs> that sounded a bit sexual, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is an incredibly appropriate artist for this playlist, I think. Yeah, because he's 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 very much open about his feelings. He sounds so genuine, and the way he delivers his lyrics are just is just incredible and yeah. so heartfelt. Legging with her till the morning come. More begun. I'm a warmer like the morning sun. Good morning, Ben. Again, we talk until the morning. And very open about his like his family history as well, about the fact that his mm. dad passed away um, when he was younger, and his love for his mother and his love for his friends. I like how the album cover for this itself has all the people who are nearest and dearest to him just in his in his yeah. garden essentially. Um, yeah. Just very personal. We've spoken about it before on this that he his his success is carved out of his ability to to come across as a relatable character both mm. both in his albums and live performances and this song i thought it was about his niece or something for a long time but i found out that it's actually about his want to have a younger sister which is quite a rogue <laughs> thing to like have such a strong want for but just the way he talks about it and that it gives me such a warmth this song actually has a swear word in the title, so I hope oh, that it's no. appropriate. Um, technically, it's called Living Next Door to Alice, but the version that I chose to put on is called Who the Fuck is Alice? And it's Smokey's version from 1976. It's a live version. So this was originally released by New World. In 1972, 
Um, but I chose this version because this is a famous version and this is a version that I associated with driving in the car when I was like four years old and me and my sister singing it and swearing so much and just screaming at the top of the lungs who the fuck is Alice? And it's just brilliant. It's a brilliant song. It puts me in a good mood. It get, it gives me such nostalgia. And yeah, it makes me really happy. And a fun fact is that originally it was released without the chorus bit, Who the fuck is Alice? But then they started playing it at gigs and the audience just started like shouting it in the <laughs> break. Because there's this little break and they picked it up and that's how the song is now. Oh, nice. That's nice. That's, mm-hmm. that's interesting, actually. I've not heard of that happening before, like a song being changed by the by the audience mm-hmm. enough to the point where like it, that's how it is now forever. Like, power of the people. Yeah, man. Mm. And more communist undertones. It's amazing <laughs> what you've brought to this playlist. This next song is... Flawless by Beyonce. Oh, I was going to look up how to look, say this name. It's by Beyonce and Chimamanda Nagoni Adichie. I think I did that quite well. Yeah. It's from Beyonce's self-titled item. Album. Almost. I've had a beer. You've had a beer? <laughs> so this song is a, basically a feminist anthem. It goes on to have this clip of this TED talk by Chimamanda Nagoni Adichie, um, which is the pinnacle of feminism, I would say, of um, the new wave of feminism, at least. And it's actually how I got into it. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist. So I really love it because firstly it makes me feel very empowered as a woman and this TED talk so it was actually published into a book and it was the first bit of feminist literature that I read maybe like three four years ago and so I and I just really love that concept of putting a sample of a TED talk into the smack bang middle of the song where the chorus should be really and also Beyonce is just an incredible woman and I just like the it's got a great beat it does have a great beat it's got a trap Mm. influence apparently that's what Wikipedia said that's what Wikipedia said that's how we did on this podcast it definitely does (laughs) there you go but enough about about technicalities it makes me feel empowered hmm yeah every time it makes me feel empowered and I don't need to feel empowered every time (laughs) someone starts talking about technicalities we need to make sure we give them a little bit of a glare because it's not about technicalities Mm. this is not what this is not what Lam would have wanted (laughs) rest (laughs) her soul (laughs) (laughs) so as you might have noticed the playlist is getting significantly more upbeat and this is Honey Pie by Jawney released in 2019 it's just so groovy and it makes me dance every basically every time I listen to it except for it. You like to dance, dancing is encouraged. The dance won't make it onto the podcast then. No. That's 
shame. You should start recording. A video version? Video version. Oh god, imagine. So this makes you feel like you want to dance? It makes me feel happy. This okay. isn't my dance okay. song. Yeah, yeah, my dance song is coming out. Would you say this is the oh, song right, that makes yeah. you the most happy in the world? Probably. Is this the song you go to? You think, I want to be cheered up a little bit. You put this yeah. on. Exactly. Okay. Um, and I'd never heard of Johnny before. And he, I think he came up on like a Spotify Discover or something. And I was just really excited to hear the song. And then I just kept listening to it. And I wasn't getting bored of it. And I love it when you don't get bored of a song. Mm. But yes, this is my happy song. So this is... One Touch by Bauer, Aluna George, and Ray Sremond. This is a Preeze song. Going clubbing. I beat the pussy up, left the girl on crutches. I'm going clubbing. It's one of the songs that I always forget about, and then it comes on or something, and I'm like, oh, what's this song? And then I just get excited about it, and I feel like I would rediscover it. I think excited is a good a good word for a pre-song as well. Yeah. Makes you anticipate the night ahead. That's always fun. Um, yeah, and those are my main feelings. I'm just excited to get drunk, excited to have a boogie, and just enjoy myself. Would you say that you're at your most excitable before uh, a night out? Most excitable ever? No, I'd say that's before a good meal. Wow. You're more excited for I think a good a, meal than a night it's out. A, it's a different kind of excitement, though, isn't it? Because one's like, like you're amped up, and one like you're like, oh. <laughs> Finally, this is my last song of the playlist. This is Bamboozled by Hannah Wants. Um, this, this is very upbeat. This, yeah. So basically, I've got quite a drum and bass roots to me. And... I, I've stopped, I, I don't really listen to drum and bass anymore, but it does give me a feeling unlike any other genre of music, which it's not excited, it's not happy, it's just like... Well, that's good though, because you can barely describe your feeling that this song gets, and that is very much a big feeling. Exactly. Who is Hannah Wants? Oh gosh, I don't know. Do you want me to Google it? Well, no, but you'll see a cool, a cool drum bass artist. Um, she's quite an. She's not that no, well known, but she's got a couple of bangers. I chose the shorter one of her bangers for your listening pleasure. Go on to Google. She's a former professional, a former professional footballer. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's, isn't it? That is interesting, actually. Is that normal football or American football? Uh, she's British, so I so assume regular. Soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, soccer. she was inspired by DJ EZ's mixing. I don't know if any of you are very... Easy. Um... Yeah, <laughs> DJ EZ. It's DJ does sound not terrible. DJ EZ. <laughs> That's just four letters. Um... That sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a bureaucratic <laughs> like, department. Oh, I've got to go down to the DJ EZ this morning. <laughs> Bloody licences again. 
that's the end of your playlist. Yes, that's the end of my playlist. I hope you enjoyed that journey I took you on through my many feelings. Uh, yeah. yeah, I did actually. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the journey that you took us on. It was uh, it was very, very varied and very interesting to listen to actually. Mm-hmm. With a lot of stuff we don't play uh, on this podcast. Yeah. So. And I Excellent. feel like it was basically all my favourite genres, all my favourite artists mm. and I think that says quite a lot about how I choose my music I think so much of the time I choose my music based on how it makes me feel rather mm. than what it sounds like necessarily yeah, yeah. and this uh, this podcast this podcast title uh, lends itself very well to your favourite artists as well mm. and songs that you like listening to uh, perhaps more so than some of the others yeah yes. Right, thank you very much, Lama. That was fantastic, actually. It was really, yeah, a lot of different music styles. Uh, I think we all enjoyed that. Right, let mm. us move on to James. Let's uh, let's open up, big man. Let's uh, let's go for your God first song. Dear me, oh dear. All right, as I've said, I think I found this my hardest playlist to do. I just think a lot of the feelings that you experience when you listen to music are impossible to really convey. Mm. Anyway. This is my first song. This is Lost in the World by Kanye West and Boniver, or Bon Iver, whichever you fancy, from Kanye West's 2010 album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Of course. I think we're all familiar with that. So this is a song that just reminds me of my third year of uni, which was not a good time um just really struggled with anxiety and yeah it was just an uncomfortable and sort of vaguely sad and uh quite unhealthy year so whenever i listen to this it's a bit it brings me down a bit you know but in, uh, now yeah but now that i can look back on it it's sort of i don't know it's, it's almost therapeutic to listen to sure. and sort of realize how far i've come which is nice we're glad you're doing better, James. Yeah. Thanks, man. Have you heard the the original version of this song? I haven't. Because this song, it's it's when it says it's Kanye West and, and Bon Iver doing collab, what it really mm. is, it's a Bon Iver song that it was just a Bon Iver song released like three years before that Kanye oh, took really? and manipulated into... I had no idea. Yeah, it's called that. Woods. It's, it's really good. It's a B-side mm. to the <laughs> single uh, Blood Bank. I think mm. it's really good, but it's like it's cool. just straight the vocals. It's no acapella, mm. nothing else. It's really powerful. I really like. I really enjoy Kanye's bit in it. To be fair, yeah. I haven't subjected you to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, have I? No. Oh. This album we haven't played. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a different kind of fantasy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <What>? I... <laughs> Sorry. It took, it took Harry a second to like process that. <laughs> Okay, so I've got a couple of sort of much more poppy songs. Oh, that was a pretty uh, pop-sounding songs, I should say. Uh, this is Ophelia by the Lumineers. I think this is a surprisingly good song, given the genre and given the sort of area in which the Lumineers exist. And I think it's lovely to listen to. I think the stripped-back nature of this song really makes it lovely. Mm-hmm. And what about you, James? Uh, What's to make you feel? Oh, no. You. 
It makes me feel almost nostalgic. It reminds me quite a lot of my family. Is it sad? Yeah. For you? Yeah, I'd say it's sort of a almost like a wistfulness, you know. Long view like you big, feel a little bit. Doesn't sound like a big feeling. Feels like quite a muted feeling. <laughs> oh really? Well, I'd say nostalgia's uh, quite a big feeling. Nostalgia's pretty big. You listen to it and you're like, oh man. Oh man, especially oh, when you're man. oh man, you just like oh man. <laughs> no, as, as well, like especially when you're away from your family and you listen yeah. to it, a song that yep. reminds you of your family. That's a big feeling. Nice. Yeah, sure. oh, yeah, that's definitely. a big feeling. I can definitely agree definitely. with that. Okay, uh, this is this is very much the sad part of my playlist. So this is another. Uh, I'm not even sure why I find this such a sad song. This is the skin of my yellow country teeth by Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah. Uh, on their titular album from 2005 and or self-titled album from 2005 I should say there's something about this song that really just gets me I don't even know there's no association in my life with it there's no um, real sad meaning in this song particularly but just the rawness and that edge on his voice, it gets me every time. He sounds like he's just about to crack. Yeah. And it's lovely to listen to, and it's one that I will put on just lying on my bed, just before bed, uh, put on my phone speaker even, just because I want to hear it. Yeah. Even your phone speaker. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. Like <laughs> most, I, I don't play music on my phone speaker, but sometimes I just want to like hear the sounds of this song in in whatever way I can sure. and I think it's just it's such a powerful song I think this song is their strongest song because it does have that mm. his voice is very whaley and I think this is the song mm. in which the whaliness he pulls it off the best mm. Um, mm. Oh, what a song I was not expecting to have that again this will definitely get my most uh, my favourite familiar <laughs> I'd be amazed you'd have to play I'd, I'd very few, very few songs to be able to be this. My problem is I always get, I've got quite a short attention span. So if a song's longer, there's say four minutes, I always. Just you just like, have very short songs on yeah, this. To be fair, I lose. I lose. Or you're not gonna like this playlist. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a, we've got a seven minute coming up. That's oh, why I got rid of one of my. I actually got rid of one of my songs because it was too long. I think for a feelings playlist, a long song, it sucks you in and it takes you on a on a journey. Oh, yeah. definitely. And that is where you want to be yeah. for your for your big feelings okay. to really come out. Okay, here is another pop song uh, that, that, I'm, that I hope you like. Uh, this is Hold My Girl by George Ezra from his 2018 album Staying at Tamara's. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I love George Ezra. I think he's fantastic. I think his music's great. And I think this song is really powerful. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Why? Oh my god. (laughs) 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 Yeah, normally we just say it. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Mm, yes. Yeah, fine. It it reminds me of past relationships and reminds me of that feeling that you get when you're really safe and comfortable with someone. This is No Woman by Whitney from their 2016 album Light Upon the Lake and this intro. 
that. It's just beautiful. It is just beautiful. And that is, to me, the feeling of sinking into a warm bath. It's just so comforting. This song is this song is stunning, James. It's just ridiculously it good. It really is. It's Sorry, what does it make what, you feel? It's it just makes me feel so relaxed yeah. and uh, and at ease. And like especially I don't know, it almost feels like it's gonna build up at the beginning, but it just does like just in that second where it where that brass just that warm brass comes in and you cannot help but feel just almost sedated, just completely at ease yeah. and ready to be just and just gently massaged throughout this song because that's what it does to you. It's such a beautiful song. Every time I hear it, I almost like I almost want to like curl up into like a little bit mm. and just sort of just, yeah yeah exactly the same yeah just, just, like, oh, just let it just wash let it over completely you completely yeah. And it's one of those mm. songs that you have to almost stop whatever you're doing and just appreciate just how beautiful it is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This is a much happier one. I I think this is this is one of the for some reason such a joyful song for me. This is Darkness by Pine Grove from their 2018 album Skylight. And this is a sound that I love, this sort of folky sound uh, as you may have guessed so far. And yeah, it just makes me feel really optimistic almost. Can you feel optimistic and nostalgic yeah, at the same yeah, de- time? Definitely. Yeah, I think so. It makes me it makes me think back because I used to listen to a lot of this when I was sort of eighteen-ish. Uh, so very nostalgic in that sense, but also I think it sounds so optimistic, and I will always cheer up when this song comes on, which I mean, which I or I put it on. It doesn't come on the radio or anything. It's, no. it's Pine Grove. It's not a it's not a Radio One sort of deal. Okay, this is much more. Uh, this is much different, I think. This is this is a truly joyous song. <laughs> love it. And everyone, you you should know that I love this song. This is one of my all-time favourite songs. This is Dollar by Electric Guest. This is a 2019 summer single. There was, there was a time last summer... Well, you couldn't see James and Henry without this song being somewhere. <laughs> every time. Oh, they like, was, like, they every wouldn't even time. play it. They would just like sing it to themselves or they would talk about it. Like, have you heard, have you heard Dollar by Electric Guest? Yeah, you told me that last three times I saw you. Like, I think it was, it was just our thing for a lot of, for a long time. Yeah, and we we talked, I mean, I'd be like, hell, hell, hi Henry, Dollar by Electric Guest, right? And, we, and you'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Dollar by Electric <laughs> Guest, Dollar by Electric Guest. And do you uh, remember that bit with the, uh, with the with the drums? I'm like, oh yeah, that is. No, but do you remember that bit with the drums? Because that is. <laughs> should you just, should you just listen to it again? Should we just... Alright, so the rest of my playlist is this song. <laughs> what is your feelings associated with Okay, that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you my exact feeling for this. So, uh, as I said, in third year of university, uh, I obviously had all that anxiety and all that. And this song almost represented a turning point for me because Henry sent it to me just as I was about to get on a plane to my friend's house in Italy. Uh, and he sent, he sent this to me. And honestly, that... If there was going to be a milestone in my life where my mental health started improving, that is oh, it. Oh wow! That very moment. It just. It was <laughs> like... Do you think you're the reason? I I'd like to think that I'm often the reason behind James's <laughs> happiness. I'm like the I'm like his little <laughs> Jiminy Cricket on his shoulder, 
<laughs> I have very little to say about this song. This is I Saw You Blink by Stornaway. This is from their 2010 album Beachcomber's Windowsill, which is an album that was fairly recently on this podcast, I think, from Henry. Yeah. I love this album. I love his voice. I just find it very soothing, I think, is the best way to put it. It just makes me feel very relaxed, but not in a summery sense. I think this is it's one of those songs that will relax you all year round. <laughs> you put it on in the winter. I, I really wish, James, that you wouldn't have put all these, like, some of my favourite songs in, in this, because it's <laughs> making my life really hard. Without trying to pick, pick, why couldn't you just spread them out in the last, in the next few weeks or so? Just so, I, I know... Oh man, it just does just show that how how much our hearts are in tandem, isn't it? Really, in the oh, purest form. Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> this is East Harlem by Beirut. Uh, this is from their 2011 album, The Riptide, and what oh a song! Oh my god, what a song! What a song! Um, this is um, a sound of my lockdown, mm. and as we've discussed on the Lockdown Life podcast, this is really, a, has been a time for me that has just been so happy and so healthy and so productive and just generally a fantastic period of my life. Uh, and it's just been so wholesome. And this song just, I, on, I, I'm bursting with joy essentially as I listen to this yeah. and it doesn't get old. Every time I listen to it, I just, it's incredible. It, the song itself is incredible. That feeling is incredible. And this time in my life has been incredible. So. Genuinely, it nearly makes me cry, this song. It's so beautiful. Mm. Mm. And the lyrics, the lyrics are beautiful, but they're so like there's such a backseat yeah. to the music, the music in it, and it's just such a strong musical piece. This is, I think, I think this is my favourite album of all time, mm. Riptide from Beirut. I think it's their perfect straddling between that European sound, but also something that's quite accessible. Mm. The slight poppiness mm. that they they ventured ever mm. so slightly towards later on, yeah. and they have entered. Yeah. Uh, I think it's literally that perfect thing where all the songs are just stunning. Back to back, just stunning mm. songs. Um, and this song, I think, I agree with you. I think this is the strongest one in that album. I think it's, this is my favourite Beirut song. Um, mm. It's just beautiful. This song is All That Talking by The Cat Empire from a self-titled 2003 album. I think this song. Are we allowed to say sexy? Yeah, you can say sexy. Yeah, yeah. You're I think, in charge of the podcast, man. You can say sexy. I think it's. I think it's such a seductive song. She looked a little doubtful, smirked and said, "It's divine to light with no lime sometimes." Does it make you feel sexy? Like it doesn't make me feel like. <laughs> Sexy like Madonna. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that, is that like Madonna? Is that the scale? <laughs> That's the sexiest thing I can think of. <laughs> it goes from like Henry's weird pustules to Madonna, <laughs> and everything else is on that scale. And all that talking by the Cat Empire is up there. 
but not. It's closer to Madonna than Henry's pastor, <laughs> let me tell you. Certainly. Do you listen yeah. to this while you're getting down and dirty? No, no, I don't think it's like a having sex song, but it's like got that feeling of sensuality that I think is. Is you this know, like this you listen of... to it and have a wank afterwards? Oh, I... oh, <laughs> don't, defile... <laughs> don't defile this song with your filth. Don't defile the cat empire. Like, it's also very far removed from what they normally come out with. Certainly. In that it's much more restrained. Certainly more from this album much in particular, slower. isn't it? This album is very, is quite yeah. big and brash. Um, mm. It's nice to have a look. This is right at the end of that yeah. album and right at the end of my playlist. Okay, and that concludes my playlist. What a cracking job you did you... there, James. I hope you enjoyed me pouring my heart out into a media format. I did. Honestly, considering you said how difficult you found this, you did a very good job. Mm-hmm. Right, so after that indescribably good players from James, uh, we will have Lewis. So unfortunately, Lewis, you're going to have to follow up. Follow that. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, I'm thinking I've taken a bit more of a sad direction. Uh, being a being a licensed and qualified sad boy, I, uh, I do feel like it's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a cry fest. But let's go for it. I'm down for that. My first song is "Flume" by Bon Iver. Predictable choice again, but it could not be here. Uh, it's the first song from the 2007 album uh, "For Forever, Forever Ago," which is you know an album that means incredible amounts to me. It really guided me when I was in a kind of bad place uh, towards the end of secondary school and beyond. And now I still listen to it all the time, and it's a really special place for me. This song opens that album up in a beautiful way. So yeah, I thought it was appropriate here. I very much expected you to put uh, some Bon Iver in this in terms of I think to for it to certainly his early stuff to conjure up emotions very successful, so mm. delicate and so personal. Yeah, and for me, like you know, my favorite artist of all time. Mm. It's been with me for so long, and like, yeah, it just—it was like the first thing I put on this on this playlist straight away. Like yeah. thinking about it, you know. Do you think this has the same negative emotions that it once did for you? I never thought. I don't think it ever carried negative emotions to me. It's kind of like a release. Mm. Like I think yeah. very differently to what you said. Like when I am feeling really sad, going and hearing some really sad music. Almost, it's, it's like that release. You know, it, it makes me feel like mm-hmm. I'm getting it all out, and like I feel like I'm like I'm less alone when I'm feeling bad. And you know, I have someone else there with me. Be they be a, mm-hmm. you know, obviously a another person in the song, but like someone who has feeling something similar to me. You know, so this is always a song that made me feel better when I was feeling bad. So it still has that today, I think, which is nice. Nice song. Yeah. Okay, song number two is I'm excited for this one. Mm. Okay, so this is Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridges. This is from her 2017 album Stranger in the Alps. Uh, and this is by far her most famous song. I think it's probably one of her best. It's absolutely you know, breathtaking for me personally. And it conjures up such feelings, not because of like anything to do with me, but like the content of the song is so heavily beautiful that I, I can't help but feeling something from it as well. Uh, basically, it's about it just very strongly details a abusive relationship that she was in, basically. Uh, and she later revealed actually it was you know quite famous folk pop singer uh, Ryan Adams. If you've heard of him, he's pretty mm-hmm. big. 
um, basically, yeah, he groomed her from a young age, and, you know, I think he was, like, 35 or something, and she was 17, and, you know, it's just a very graphic detail of, of what he did to her and how he abused her. Bloody hell. That is heavy, that is, that is heavy. It is heavy, it's really heavy, like, this song, this playlist for me is just heavy songs that make me really feel stuff. I feel like... I feel like I'm not doing it justice by listening to it in this format. Certainly. It, but even you know, without the lyrical content, it's an absolutely brilliant song. She's such a good songwriter, and she manages to make everything just sound fantastic. This is June, uh, yeah, June by Idols. I played this from, uh, I played this yesterday with your dad. Uh, this is from the 2018 album Joy is Natural Resistance. This is, this is really heavy. This is the heaviest I'm going to get, and I bring it up, yeah, I promise. Basically, this is just a ridiculously personal and horrifying account of Joe Talbot, the, the lead singer of Idols, basically had a, a stillborn child in 2017, and it's just an account of that wow. in the most brutal way possible. And is this in the same way as the last song? just such a heavy topic that it makes you feel yeah like I, I, I don't think I've ever listened to a song without like, shedding a tear at least once like honestly it just is so so moving and so powerful that it, make, it makes me feel something it's like whatever, whatever I'm doing like I hear this and I'm like oh Jesus Christ yeah it's interesting that even though you can't empathise in a way yeah you still it still evokes those sort of feelings which I guess is what music can do really powerful yeah. Well, that line, the one line that always gets me, he sings earlier, is like, you know, a stillborn was stillborn, I am a father. Like, that just absolutely mm-hmm. messes with me. That's true. Yeah, it's making me feel a little bit emotional, actually. Yeah. Big feelings, yeah? Yeah. I do promise that. That is one of the... Yeah. Yeah. It is such a devastating situation to be in, isn't it? Yeah. But universally so, like, you can't, you can't really... You know, even right. though, again, like, none of us have anything really to relate to that in any way but like we can still, well, yeah, we can still I mean, feel it we can't even imagine yeah exactly yeah. well yeah he, he conveys it well in this song yeah my fourth song is Dreams Take Two by Fleetwood Mac and this was released as a bonus track on the super deluxe version of Rumours uh, which was released in it just says 1977 but the super deluxe version came out later and this is really cool, I think, because it's uh, obviously Dreams is like an incredibly famous song, uh, but this is a complete reworking of it in an entirely different way. And I think it's so powerful to take that song, which everybody knows, and turn it into completely different, which is so much more slower and somber, and I think it's, it's beautiful. Thunder only happens when it's raining. How does it make you feel? Though? It reminds me a lot of uh, of when I was also. This is a song that I listened to a lot when I was struggling with my mental health when I was in America. Mm. So yeah, it reminds me of that, which is big feelings. I think this. I think this is incredible. I really. I'm yeah. really enjoying this. You heard it before this version. Yeah. I. Yeah. I have. Yeah. God. Gone are the days of honey pie. <laughs> <laughs> Songio numero five uh, is the last of the even of the downs the really down songs. Uh, this is Kathy's song by Paul Simon. Uh, this is from his 1965 album, The Paul Simon Songbook. 
I hear the drizzle of the rain Like a man This is the one that he recorded in London when he left Art Garfunkel after recording their first uh, their first album as Paul Simon, uh, Simon Garfunkel. It didn't they didn't do very well. And he ran to England and recorded this and then came back and also it was very successful. And I think this is beautiful. This is a song that he wrote for for Kathy, who is a, a lady that he loved while he was in England. Uh, I think it's absolutely beautiful. It's like a expression of that pure longing of being away from somebody that you love. I can't think of a better a better song for that. And does it? What does it remind you of? That feeling. Just, just I can just empathise with that with being away from somebody that you love. You know, just like something that I felt many times. Mm-hmm. And I think this song, you know, is such a well, ex- you know, such a good expression of that. I, I feel the pain that Paul Simon feels in this song, you know? Do you think he portrays it in a good way? Yeah, yeah. certainly, certainly. Well, at the moment, Lewis is in London and James and I are back in Monmouth, so I can I'm, completely... Yeah, it's, yeah I'm longing yeah. for you guys. It's huge. All right, now from the fantastic album, 2007, All the Lost Souls. <laughs> This is James, James Blunt with 1973. What a rogue choice. I, you can What a great choice. I, like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a bit of Blunt. A bit of Blunt just to sort of, yeah, to uh, to be sort of sad, happy to. It's a vo- voice of a generation in the mid in the mid noughties. He is absolutely fantastic. This song, you cannot... Like, I think you'll hear, hear this song again. You'll be like, I forgot this song was so good. I always think that. I just can't stand his voice. No, uh, basically... <laughs> so this song, I remember... It's a very strong memory of this song particularly. Sitting on a uh, on a train going to London. I was on a bit of a, a come down from some substances... Oh, feeling pretty, Jimmy. yeah. I was feeling pretty sorry for myself, and I was listening to this song in the rain, crying on a train. Jeez. On my way, wasn't that on the way back? From on my way, London on the way to a Bon Iver concert. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and this this song has a very strong memory of that <laughs> in my head. It, Wait, but what did it do for you? It just it just filled all of my crevices that had been like opened up by my lack of oh. soul. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Open. No, Lewis, come on, you're dodging your feet. No, no, I'm saying, like, okay, so uh, basically, you know, I don't know if you've done MDMA, but if you have, I've never. Actually. The next day, or a couple days after, is just the worst feeling in the entire world. It's like your soul has been sucked out of your body. Like it's awful. It's just depression. Yeah, it's it's but it's like it's it's horrible. And okay. this song, I remember listening to it, and it filling me with warmth in that horrible state. And that so sort it of, filled the warmth. So, so, like, um, the crevices were like the gaps in my in my soul. Like, yeah, like like my my soul had left my body and it left a big vacancy in my body. So, so this has this has positive emotions for you. Yeah, I can't. Like, bitter, like bittersweet emotions. It has like like. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I associated very strongly with that very negative time, but at the time it like it made me feel better. It like it it was cathartic. Okay, so this is uh. The Gardener by the tallest man on earth from his 2008 album Shallow Grave. Uh, I like this song a lot. It's about um, how uh, the tallest man on earth sings about all of his faults in his personality and uses sort of a, an analogy of these people invading his home and he murders them. 
to, to sort of convey that he's taking the bad parts of personality and putting them away for, for, this, for the person he loves. And now the death will grow my jasmine I find it soothing, I'm afraid And it's a great song, it reminds me a lot of, of, uh, of being 18 and sad. Oh, you've said that for every single one of your songs so far. Oh man, you seem to be very sad when you're so, 18. So, come on, come on, come on. Tell us, tell us the Tell us the feelings that are being conjured up right now. I remember thinking that I really enjoyed, like at the time when it was really affecting me, I remember thinking, I appreciate how this guy is looking at his flaws and is trying to improve them and wanting to do the same thing myself. So it's sort of self-reflective. Yeah, it's very self-reflective. It's very, it's very introspective. And it makes you introspective. Yeah, and it's a cracking song, so that also helps. Oh, it's a great it's song. I'm not denying that. I'm just trying to get you to open up here. Yeah, I'm opening up. I'm also annoyed that you're the first person to play Tallest Man on Earth. <laughs> oh. Because I've played opportunities. Because I've, I've, yeah, I know, I know. I've been waiting for like a really perfect one. And, uh, uh yeah, oh well. Oh, bites of dust. The, slight, the slightly weird vocals are so good for conveying strong emotion yeah i think i much prefer in an emotional song like in uh skinner by yellow country teeth something that feels like it's just about to break or it's just uh, or he's like singing not because yeah. of the pure talent but because he needs to yeah get his like, like it's, it's so such a therapy for him as well as, yeah. as you mm. like he can barely hold it together um yeah i'm yeah. glad you picked this song this is my favorite song from him it's gorgeous. certainly i say for me it's so good did you feel like you, when you were 18, you were really that self-reflective? Because I thought at that point in my life, I was like, yeah, I'm great. Like, I know everything. I'm going to uni. You know? Uh, I, I felt like, like I, was, I was very, I was at that point, I was very self-doubting, yeah. I, right. I didn't know what was going on with my, with, you know, just got coming out of that sort of time of abusive relationships and that kind of stuff. It was, mm. it was a very time where I sort of questioned a lot of my worldview. Mm, there was a bit of turmoil around that time. It was, there? yeah. This one I'm excited for. Uh, this is a it's a longer song. This is Romance by X-Ray. It's a single released this year. So, so X-Ray is a, a solo recording project by Eleanor Toner, who's, a, who's from Daughter, of Daughter fame. Uh, and this is one of her first singles. Romance is dead and done And it hits between the stunning i heard this recently like it's a very i was researching this podcast and i actually didn't watch it wasn't researching this podcast i was i was uh yeah, i was gonna say you don't research no I, I was just sort of thinking about this this playlist and then also listening to other music and this came on and it was perfect and i, I love it basically it's a very uh frank and to the point account of a of a relationship that she was in that was both good and bad and you know toxic at times and and just looking back at it and thinking about all that happened, I think it's, it, it resonates with me quite a lot. She's got a fantastically uh, tender and personal voice. Certainly. Song number nine is another one Henry's gonna gonna wet himself at. Uh, this is True Affection by Father John Misty. What year is this, Henry? This is from the 2015 album I Love You, Honey Bear. I like this song a lot. I think uh, this song is sort of my... Uh, my, my feelings of love song that I wanted to put in here. I really, it's a really just a really sweet. Uh, this whole album I think is, is is very loving generally in various ways. 
Uh, I, I really like this one, like it's just, you know, I want to show everybody some true affection. Who does it remind you of? Nobody particularly. Maybe Me. Probably you. Like <laughs> Henry, That's what I was Henry, going for. Well, Henry, because he, you know, when, what? whenever I think I, of... Henry over me? <laughs> no, because whenever I think of Father John Misty, I think of Henry. Oh, yeah, you know? right, fair enough. Yeah. But I heard this on the first time while I was with you. So, like, it definitely brings, like, things of... I want to show you some true affection, you know? Well, the song the song itself is all about how, yeah, Father John Misty wanting to... Reminding everyone that actually um, a proper relationship is built on actually spending authentic time with each other. Um, yeah. And rather than just sort of, you know, he says, rather than on these strange devices, let's let's properly talk. Um, and you're right in saying that this album, I, I said that earlier that Riptide from Beirut is my favourite album. Actually, it's probably this. Well, these, <laughs> they, these are at least, at least my two favourites. And maybe, uh, maybe This Is All Yours from Alt-J is up there as well. Um, but this album is, is Father John Missy at his most lovey-dovey. It's at his most positive this is following his his marriage, and then from this, his album after that, which is pure comedy in two thousand seventeen, he goes a yeah. lot more dark and a lot more brooding. But he pulls off both amazingly well. Amazingly, um, yeah, very very well. Okay, my tenth song is "Sleepyhead" by Passion Pit, the two thousand nine album Manners. And I wanted to put a song on here that's a bit less sad and a bit less negative emotions, and it's just. For me, this song is just pure elation. It's just absolutely, completely positive in every way, and it's just like, you know, euphoria in a song. So, in in that way, it's almost similar to the Electric Guest song. Yeah, exactly, exactly that kind of vibe. And serves that function for, for this uh, for my playlist. And yeah, this song I've known, I've known this for a long, long time. I remember it. Uh, I think I first heard it when it was, God, what was it? It was um, used to promote the video game A Little Big Planet on the PS3 when the PS3 oh, yeah. first came out. That's right. This is where I remember hearing that back in probably 2009, actually, probably when this came out, and thinking, wow, this is cool. I like this, and being obsessed with it for a little while. And I found it again very recently, and I thought, yeah, this is perfect for right now. Yeah. All right, and that was my 10 songs. Yeah, wow. Lovely. Great, fantastic. Hopefully it didn't leave really a sour taste that. in your mouth with, the, with all the sadness. It was really, really different to mine as well. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. It was almost the polar opposite of my playlist. So great to follow yeah, that up. Yeah, really good. I like the sad. <laughs> 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 After that cracking and slightly devastating playlist from Lewis, we will go into Henry's 10 songs. Uh, what have you got for us, Henry? Okay, so I thought I would more focus on songs that every single time I hear them, they give me goosebumps um, and mean a lot to me uh, for better or worse. So here we go. This is my first song. This is Love You So Bad by Ezra Furman from his 2018 album Transangelic Exodus. Um, you might recognise it uh, if you haven't heard it before. It's used in the trailer for Sex Education TV series. Um, it's essentially about a guy clinging on to a memory of a partner that has left him. I love the lyric. 
Uh, you still send me the occasional email. I got a dumb job working in retail. I love you, baby, so so bad. And I so I got into a bit of a state when I was listening to this all the time, walking down to to my during lockdown, working mm. at home bargains. And I like I like that sort of how it was really relatable to me. Yeah, <laughs> getting a dumb job working <laughs> retail. Um, and then, but in this song, it just all builds up to. You know, from quite a muted start, all builds up to this just cacophony of noise at the end, mm. and it's just an absolute transcendent triumph. What a song! Um, for all ages, it's just stunning. Um, yeah, what's the main feeling? My main feeling, I think, is it is probably elation. I think the fact that it's because it's very personal, it's about something that I can relate to as mm. well, obviously, having lost someone uh what like obviously having a breakup and someone left me um and and that yeah that slight that struggle to get over that person is very much what they're singing about here but i love how it Mm. i love how it shifts that into a song that actually is is very optimistic so number two and we have ready for the floor by hot chip uh from their album made in the dark from 2008 um i put this in in terms of I've been holding off putting a hot chip song in for a while. Again, they are, I think, one of my favourite bands. I can't hear your voice, dear. I have a choice. You're sinking below. I'm using my voice. Basically, this song in particular just reminds me of just an innocent, happy youth um, during the 2010s. Basically, the summer of 2015, when I went to Green Man with a few, uh, a few friends. Um, basically, I don't think it was you guys. Um, no, we didn't, we didn't other, go other people with the other people that we obviously know um and they were playing there and this song was just just in our heads constantly after after we saw mm. this it's so catchy so, so dancey and just endlessly optimistic and every time this song comes on i'm almost thinking oh i've heard this a hundred times but then it never fails to make me sing along and dance along um it's, it's so yeah it's really it's really happy and it just can't it doesn't I always get a smile on my face when I listen to this. I'm very happy to be hearing this again. It's I'm so I'm good. glad the happy songs are back as well. <laughs> I love songs that transport you back to like sixth form because for me sixth form mm. was such a happy time as well. And it just it was so easy. It was before uni. Everything was simple. Yeah. My mum did my washing. She ironed my pants. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> right. So from one happy song onto I think for me an even happier song. This is Ivory Road from King Charles uh, from Love Blood uh, in 2012. Um, this song makes me so happy, like no other song. It's such it's such a playful song. Like he speaks so quickly, and it's um, he's using all these analogies to compare the the woman that he loves um, to all these things uh, in the world. I love I love how he says it. You're positively Fourth Street. I've selected in my iTunes. I mean, if you're going to pick a Bob Dylan song as something to compare someone to, that that's going to get a uh, it's going to get a tick from me. It's so playful, so optimistic, and just about a guy who's just bursting with love and just yeah, and it's just gorgeous. And it's an example of a song that I think I've been able to sort of re- uh, rescue because King Charles was actually someone that my ex girlfriend introduced me to. Um, yeah, and so as a result, this song is and him as an artist is someone that I could have sort of tainted with slight bad memory. But actually, I've done well, I think, in sort of 
salvaging all the positives. Yeah. And so it reminds me of the positives and and it's making be, it your own thing. Making almost. my own thing. Yeah, exactly. So me and my sister really enjoy this song and know every word to it. So when we'll play this in the kitchen or in the car. Will really enjoy it. Does it remind you of the positives of that relationship, so. or is it completely? Separate I think now, now it's completely separate. I think, but it's it's nice that obviously every time I see King Charles, it doesn't. Yeah, I've, I've rescued him as an artist. But I will say that actually, he released an album recently, and actually, I don't like it as much. I think this is no. him at his oh. zenith. This album, um, and this song, I think, is his best song and one of my favorite songs. Right, so this is a song you'll all know. This is my fourth song. Um, this is Better Now by Post Malone from his 2018 album Beer Pongs and Bentleys. Um, this is where I think it gets a little bit more not happy. This is all about essentially, this obviously song came out, it was huge in 2018, like it was everywhere. Um, and in 2018, obviously, I had that really quite a nasty breakup which sort of knocked me sideways towards the end of 2018 which just came, you know, yeah. did sort of in, well at least in my mind came out of nowhere and, uh, and I don't think it was handled particularly well um, but this album uh, sorry this song these lyrics are very much on the nose about about a breakup and about not handling it massively well and about not getting over yeah. it and, and uh, it's very much on the nose there's no subtlety about it but it's, it's, it's a song that I like. What basically what I did to cope a lot afterwards is I went. I know it sounds obviously a bit silly, but I went to the gym a lot. And I, when I go to the gym, I don't lift. Well. I just literally just run on a treadmill. And yeah. so when I I just will run and run and run and listen to music. And at, at a point, this song, I played this because this was everywhere, and it, you can you can you can. You can sort of melt yourself away what listening to it because it's emotional, but you can also there's a beat to it that you can run to. So I would sure. sort of I would sort of run to this slightly on the verge of tears, um, mouthing the words out to myself. I mean, nearly singing <laughs> so that all the rest of the gym can hear. Um, I thought it was really powerful, and I think I'd like to think that actually this song actually really. I know it sounds weird because I I don't really listen to a lot of Post Malone at all. But this, and it's not really the kind of thing that I often listen to, but this song, I think, actually really helped me. Um, so I, it would be remiss for this uh, playlist mm. not to include this song. That's ah, beautiful. I appreciate yeah, that a lot. It's really nice. Right. So from a little bit depressing to very uplifting, this is my fifth song. This is Wuthering Heights um, by Kate Bush. So this is from uh, her 1978 album, The Kick Inside. So after that happened in late 2018, when 2019 came along, as obviously as I started to sort of get over essentially, but as I was obviously writing my dissertation and everything like that, um, what I would do is, as, the whole first few months of 2019 would, would be me just literally in my living room, in my living room slash kitchen area, with with my laptop on, researching, reading and stuff on the screen, and listening to Radio Six music, and yeah. Killian Murphy's Radio Six show was amazing. He stood in for Guy Garvey, mm. and he had a episode. And actually, I credit this. My idea for this format of a play of a podcast comes from him. 
um, where he would he would say, all right, uh, for the next, these songs are all about this subject or that subject. And obviously one of the subjects was literature. And he said, well, I can't not put this on. Um, and I'd actually never heard it before. Uh, and I thought, wow, oh, this is amazing. Um, cause it's so, like that chorus is just so uplifting. And merged with the fact that when I went on the ski season, um, when I was working in um, in the chalet, my, uh, you know, basically one of my best mates on the on the season, L, who was the chef in the chalet, um, she loved this song as well. So to uh, to sing along, you know, during the sort of slightly stressful moments <laughs> to this, um, yeah, and not you know not caring that you're not hitting the notes, uh, yeah, certainly conjures up a lot of. Um, a lot of feelings for me this song right so the next song we nearly had an overlap james and i but i chose a different song Ooh. by the artist um that actually i think in the long run i think maybe even means more to me than the song that james picked oh okay this is dear to me by electric guest uh from their awesome album plural from 2017 um i chose this because it's just like just to talk about the song it's just so happy and smooth and sweet it's just and it's quite simple and it but it it lodges itself there into your, into the recess of your heart it doesn't really let go so uh, this reminds me of um i would play this in in the chalet as i said beforehand this is why this is yeah. next to wuthering heights and uh i I think the people I was working with hadn't heard it before, but they absolutely loved it by the end. Um, and uh, so I associated it with just, just really happy memories of dancing along to this um, while preparing stuff for the for the evening ahead. Or indeed, like, all with you guys just cruising in a car. Like, I, I feel like we've definitely had this on mm. when we're cruising in a car, and you just you can't help but bop your head along. It's, another, it's very similar to Wuthering Heights in that it's got a chorus that's unnaturally high, where yeah. it demands you to just to just not think about anything else but the music and how you're feeling and just cast aside all your worries and just try and hit those notes um, and just belt it out. Um, it's so it's so gorgeous this song, um, and again it's not going anywhere. So this is my seventh song. This is uh, "Babies Coming Back to Me" by Jarvis Cocker, who's obviously of um, of pulp uh, fame. Uh, this is from his 2006 album Jarvis, which is his first album released just by himself as his own entity. And baby's coming back to me. Yeah, baby's coming back to Unfortunately, this is another song I'm going to talk. But all my songs about big feelings is essentially just therapy about that that uh, that breakup. So she's the only. I've been lucky enough for it to be the only thing in my life where. I had, I could say that I was genuinely upset and genuinely properly sad. Um, yeah. um, and annoyingly, I found this song. So during the month of the breakup, essentially, this song I found on Spotify during that month. And the lyrics are all about just imagining just the warmth and how perfect life is where you have your the person that you love coming back into your arms. Um, and I was just thinking, listening to it and listening to it, it's just like, oh, wouldn't it just be great to have that feeling? Um, and it does make it's me sad. slight. It does make me very sad. Yeah. It's so beautiful, and his voice is just so tender and warm, and it's so muted and delicate. And yeah, he's just singing about just how 
lovely it would be if that were to happen and i was just like yeah why can't that happen to me Mm. yeah no i could definitely empathize with that (laughs) a lot is it not too painful for you to listen to? it is quite painful to listen to actually yeah it's a bit yeah of all the song of all the songs of my 10 i think it's the most painful to listen to okay so unfortunately i'm gonna have another sad song i think i've basically chosen this because it not because it taps into something that is my own experience but just because i think it's the saddest song i've ever heard um and i thought that i would be it wouldn't be right to not include it into this playlist uh, of big feelings so this is i was young when i left home by bob dylan um this is from the bootleg series volume 7 um from 1966 um and i it's just a raw and endlessly sad song about the unspeakable happening to a member of your family about a death in your family and you're sort of in this song Dylan's character is a is someone who is ashamed to go back to his family because he hasn't necessarily made it in the in the field that he's when he left home uh, since sorry since he left home um and like Bob Dylan's voice is, for this is so so unspeakably sad um yeah. and uh, and mournful and like this bit now just listen to this Said your mother's dead and gone baby sister's all gone wrong and your daddy needs you home right away and like that that bit there you just feel like he's gonna like he's just about to cry um yeah you almost just want to mm. give a go and give him a hug it's like it's okay bob mm. um and just the way in which this is performed with just such delicate strumming is so gorgeous and so sad and beautiful mm. and just demands you just to just to sit back and and just cry so unfortunately yeah the end of my playlist is a little bit uh, sad and a little, uh, but I'd like to think sad but also tender so this is my ninth song this is I Hear You Calling by Bill Fay from his uh, 1971 album Time of the Last Persecution Give me back my time This is a gorgeous song that combines uh, the sad with the optimistic though um, and Bill Fay is a, is a cult artist essentially whose music gained a following in the 1990s onwards um, as they were, they were a lot of his albums were reissued in the late 90s um, and his most recent album, Countless Branches, was actually released January this year, um, and wow. is again very much uh, is very beautiful, very much in the sort of uh, vein vein of this kind of thing. Um, he's an artist similar to sort of Nick Drake, as someone who sort of fell off the radar, um, who wasn't necessarily appreciated enough in his own time, but mm. through uh, through either updated album releases or or streaming services like this, people have found them properly and given them their due. Um, sure. And this is a song that I can't I can't exactly tell you what it's necessarily about, but this is again a sort of I, th- I think a song that I listened to uh, in that 2019. I heard it from Killian Murphy's uh, Radio Six show. Um, yeah. And uh, it's yeah, as I said, sad and optimistic. It's feeling that um, although you're feeling a bit depressed at the moment, you can sort of hear. Hear someone who you uh, who you care about calling to you and uh, and guiding you. Um, it's really beautiful, um, mm. and his voice, similar to Dylan, to D- Dylan's voice, is uh, almost feels like they're in the room there, 
with you. Um, it's very personal. Right, so this is my last song. This is uh, Turandot, uh, Act 3, basically, uh, this is Ness and Dorma um, from Puccini, and obviously this is Pavarotti singing it. Um, this is from uh, the the opera uh, Turandot, and uh, this is from the, the recording itself is from 70. It's a 70, I've read it on Spotify, it says 73, but I've, I've read that it's 72, early 70s. This is one of the best known tenor uh, areas uh, in all of opera, essentially. Um, and this song itself was massively popularised through its use in the TV coverage of the 1990 World Cup, uh, Football World Cup in Italy which is famous among England fans because they reached the semi-final and suffered heartache at the hands of, uh, of Germany, um, as so often happens. And I just get absolute goosebumps when I listen to this. It's just, it conjures incomparable emotion in me. Um, helped, I think, largely because it has those links to football. Like, I, I, I won't lie to you that football has a mass... I know, obviously... Slightly speaking to a brick wall with you, you guys, um, but football, <laughs> fo- it is such a huge. It's a of massive. Life, though, like I, I, yeah, I, I really am obsessed with it, um, and I, I know a huge amount about it, and uh, it makes, yeah, it makes it. It has those just on its own. It's just a stunning song and such an uplifting song that just builds and builds and builds and has this just huge clim- climax at the end, which is just. Again, just an outpouring of emotion. But the fact that it has that link to something that's such an important part of my life only makes it uh, better. Um, and I, I, I wish that I was my age in the 1990, in 1990s to watch this World Cup coverage with this song and, and uh, that would have just been so amazing. Okay, after those four fantastic playlists with a fantastic guest, we're going to give our awards. As always, they are our favourite familiar song, our favourite newcomer, the uh, least favourite song we've heard today, and the most appropriate. Lalma, as you went first giving your playlist, why don't you go also first giving us your awards? Okay. Um, sadly, thank you for having me on. It's been fun. Thank you for Thanks coming. Thanks for talking coming. To, to me about your feelings. Um... Yeah, it got pretty Yeah, intense, it really opened it? up. But thank you for coming on. Thanks for the suggestion that's, as well. That's what we like. Um, okay, so I'll start off with Favourite Familiar. Um, it was... I hadn't heard very many songs because of obviously clashing genres that what I listen to and what you guys listen to. Um, but I think my Favourite Familiar was probably Dreams Take Two by Fleet Mac. I just thought it was a... I've heard it before and when I heard it, I remember being like, oh, I should remember this song. Like, this is a really beautiful song. And then I hadn't listened to it again in quite a couple of years. So it was nice going back to that. Um, Favourite new is quite surprising for me. It was All That Talking, The Cat Empire. Ooh, Um, yeah. yeah. Nice, I'm glad about that. I think you really sold it to me with the... Personification of the sexy, you know. I just the toe licking. No, not that one. It was the bit the get. I just it merely made me want to have a bar. Mm, Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, And shake your legs. (laughs) 
I also think because I don't usually listen to longer songs, the fact that I enjoyed it as mm. much as I did really said a lot to me. And I'll definitely mm. be going back to it. So thank you, James. Um, My least favourite was probably 1973 by James Blunt. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm outraged. I just... Really don't like the tone of James Blunt's Shamona. voice. <laughs> you're getting older. It is quite squeaky, isn't it? It's, 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 yeah. yeah. Now Johnny's been. It just feels. <laughs> it just... Yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes it, just... it can be a bit too much, can't it? Yeah. Mm. And yeah, basically, I just don't like James Blunt. Um, and then lastly, most appropriate. I've re- I decided Baby's Coming Back to Me. Oh, thanks. Um, mm. I just feel like that was very personal for you, Henry. And it felt like one of the most personal ones, like taking it from such a time in your life when you were struggling and opening mm. it up to us. And it's exactly what I was going for by suggesting this theme. Oh, so cool. thank you for that. Well, I'm glad that I met the brief. <laughs> just checking the boxes yeah yes thank you thanks that was great okay James are you ready to go next you bet I am <laughs> this was such a joyous set of playlists I loved it it was really good fun and I enjoyed it way more than I expected uh, sorry if that's a sort of backhanded compliment <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I had a great time with it so my favourite familiar I mean, I knew a lot of them, and I loved a lot of them. Uh, I think Love You So Bad by Ezra Furman takes the crown for my favourite familiar, though. It's just, when when Henry opened with that, I couldn't help but break a smile. It was it was, it was was fantastic. I had a great time listening to it, and I, as I always do with Ezra Furman. My favourite new song, weirdly, is Dreams Take Two. I thought that was a fantastic, really, like, I enjoyed it a lot, and again, a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah. When I, when you put it on, I was like, this is interesting, and then as it went through, I was like, wow, this is a fantastic version mm-hmm. of this song. It really highlights a different angle for that mm-hmm. song. I, yeah, I loved that. Sadly, my least favourite is All Too Well oh. by Tato. <laughs> the I'm audacity. Not a fan. I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. Oh. I'm sorry after. <laughs> <laughs> After such a, a rousing compliment about the, my song choice um, from you, but Don't yeah, I, I'm not like I respect Taylor Swift as a musician, uh, but she's not my cup of earth. I completely as they say. I do. Um, I do think the most appropriate was "Who the Fuck Is Alice." I thought that was really in the spirit of the podcast with a with a strong family memory memory of your childhood. Mm. I thought that was, and I think the feelings that I can conjure up is very powerful mm. and yeah. very good. I, I really agree. enjoyed that song for it. Lovely. So those are my those are my awards. Right, thank you, James. Uh, okay, I'll go next. Okay, let's open it up with my favourite familiar song. It's gonna be "Ready for the Floor" by Hot Chip. <laughs> it can't not be, can it? It was just an absolute, you know, floor mm. floor to the floor, no holds back banger. I loved hearing it. Good job, mm. Henry. Oh, thanks. Uh, 
You, you were well deserved in uh, in after holding back on whole touch it for so long. Yeah, that's right. You, you, you deserve mm. you deserve the best one for <laughs> for, for your waiting. My favorite new one is going to be very similarly all that talking by the Cat Empire. Oh, Again, yeah. that you sold it so well, and like I always remember, I was peeing afterwards, and I just sitting in my head, like replaying it in my head, and thinking, "Oh, I need to listen to that again, <laughs> like soon, like I need." I it. love, I love that the first time I put the Cat Empire on this play, on this podcast, it uh, it got the award twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, I think very similar thing. Like it's, uh, you know, it's 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 reward for you waiting so long. You know, mm, that was, that was yeah. great. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to give my least favourite song to Orphelia. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Not because it was uh, bad in any way, or I didn't enjoy it. I just, looking back through the songs, I, it, was one I, it didn't like sit, stick with me very long. You know, I, I don't really remember much mm. about it now. Uh, so, yeah. I, I couldn't like really tell you how it went. Uh, but then I'm going to give my most appropriate to its preceding song, Lost in the World. Uh, hmm. For very similar reasons to why Lama gave Henry his one, I think the fact that it was a, uh, you know, song that was so personal to you in that way, uh, that hmm. you know, it was purely like anything. It wasn't even about that. Like, there's no reason particularly for that song being something that you associate hmm. heavy with that. But like, it's just purely like that emotion of that time. I think that was very appropriate. Awesome, and brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, for that. Uh, and then. Henry, let's give it a go. Yeah, I'm going to go next. So, this is like a proper drum roll moment in terms of what is going to win my favourite familiar. So, <laughs> like, it's it's huge because it's, you know, it's uh, some of my favourite artists are going to miss out and some of my favourite songs are going to miss out, which is, just seems barbaric. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll probably be the only time that you put a Father John Misty song on where it won't win Best Familiar. Um because I'm going to give it to East Harlem by Beirut. Um, Yeah, I thought I was in jeopardy for a bit there. (laughs) I I was like, damn, (laughs) further John Misty. (laughs) But no, like, every time that comes on, and I think I I said it, Mm. I don't know whether that that episode is going to go out, but when we've had Beirut on before, oh no, it's going to be the Cityscapes, isn't it? Yeah, in the Cityscapes episode, Mm. I played Beirut, and I think I said then, Whenever I listen to a Beirut song, I always leave feeling like, why do I ever listen to any type of other music? Like, why don't I just, why don't I just don't? This yeah, is why, why don't I just yeah. listen to Beirut all the time? And I'll be fine. Mm. I'll be set. <laughs> um, and that's exactly what I feel after listening to East Harlem, which is their best song. It's so gorgeous. And I love how it mm. changes in the middle mm. to go a bit more upbeat. It just has everything yeah. you could want mm. in the song. Um, so my favourite new song, there actually weren't that many that I hadn't heard today. Um... I'm going to give it to an artist that I actually already know and that I uh, I actually have seen. I saw her at Green Man last year, but, so I might have heard, I probably have heard the song. I, I, I don't know, I might have. But it's Romance from X-Ray, um, from uh, the, obviously the lead, the lead singer from Daughter. Um, that was really beautiful mm. um, and it was very close in the running in terms of to get the most appropriate as well, actually, to be fair. Um, yeah, because it spoke to you about some emotions that you didn't necessarily. I think you sort of dredged up some emotions that you didn't. Necessarily... Yeah, yeah, like like it was more like I didn't realize how much I I resonated with what she was saying until I yeah. heard it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that um, from uh, from X Ray. Exactly. Uh, my least favorite was not massively hard actually. Normally this is really hard. Unfortunately, I. From now, I didn't like your last two songs, 
one touch oh, and uh, bamboozle just are uh, so that, that don't really don't worry i knew i wasn't but mm. i because bamboozle is like a, yeah no, no yeah no absolutely and like bamboozle yeah. i can sort of understand why 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 you listen to that in the sort of drum and bass setting i get so i'll give it to one touch um mm-hmm. that, that slightly annoyed me if anything else um <laughs> But I can I can perfectly see why like if it's a song that you were listening to, and it's something that you associate with sort of praise and that excited excitement. Mm. I thought that was a really valid emotion to include that excitement that I think mm. not a lot of us touched on mm. enough maybe with our yeah. song choices. Um, okay, and then my most appropriate, I am going to give to Dollar by Electric Guest. Uh, not least because, uh, like it's one of the ha- like happiest songs that I've that I've heard and one of the most mm. positive songs that I've heard mm. and that always will conjure up an emotion of just pure joy from me. And I know mm. it does for James. So to see, uh, see dollar in there. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and also, and also for James to obviously say that that was a turning point in terms of, uh, his, his well being mm. and sense of happiness and, you know, that, that just makes it all, all better. Um, so yeah, absolutely dollar dollar for the most appropriate. Brilliant. Nice one. Lovely. That was that was nice, guys. Yeah, yeah really good, good job. So, well, thank you for Lama for coming on. That was, yeah, a, a great little journey that we had. Thank there. you, Lama. Um, That's my pleasure. And thank you, guys, once again for bringing your fantastic playlists. Thank you to the listeners for listening. If you have done, if you've made it this far. Um, if you want to contact us, we are on social media. We are at The Playlist Game on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So if you want to contact us, get in touch with thoughts, feedback, questions, playlists of your own, song suggestions, anything really. We want to hear from you. This has been The Playlist Game. We are James, Henry, and Lewis with special guest Lama. And goodbye or good See night. See ya. Bye. Bye.